<clears throat> hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. This is our, what, third or fourth attempt doing this? Yeah. We'll it's, it's, uh, it's been a hustle, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to leave Mitchell again to go take this charger down to my friend, maybe. I don't know. What is it? Uh, I might have to leave the, uh, not like end it, but you know what I mean? But I doubt it because I'm too focused on doing all this right now. Hey, what do we got on the list to talk about today? Oh, well, uh, I don't know. We can talk about. I've been hearing a lot about Area 51 lately. Yeah, I have too. It all started out as a, um, what was it, a Facebook post? Yeah, I think so. It was... Yeah, it started out as a Facebook post, and people were talking about raiding Area 51 because if the government doesn't have anything to hide, then why are they hiding shit, you know? Yeah, what's going to happen is they're going to try and raid Area 51, and since that's an Air Force base or a military base, the military has the right to defend it, and they're going to start shooting everybody. Yeah, and you got people like, you know, it, it, let's say we get a million people to raid that Area 51 base, right? You know, yeah. people are like, well, they're not going to kill a million Americans and stuff. Well, if it came down to it, I think they would if they had to. Well, you got to realize they've got jets and bombs and. Like, I mean, one big bomb. I mean, they're not going to drop a nuclear bomb, but one big bomb <laughs> could wipe out, a, you know, a whole lot of people. Yeah. But you also got to think, like, if they didn't have anything to hide, then why are they hiding Area 51, you know? Mm hmm. Well, I don't think there's, like, aliens or anything in there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. I'm just saying that they're hiding something that they don't want us to know. Well, I think what a lot of it is is they have, like, their stealth bomber equipment and stuff like that in there. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like there's just a bunch of experimental uh, prototype uh, suits and, and government uh, military stuff that they don't want us to know about. I mean, I know the government hides some stuff. Like, that's why there's so many conspiracy theories about like 9/11 being an inside job and all that stuff. Yeah. And I mean, the government. Everybody knows the government hides stuff. You know what I mean? But if you're so super concerned, instead of talking all this garbage about going and raiding Area 51, why don't you set up like a well-regulated militia or something that you're legally allowed to do instead of something you're going to get killed if you actually try and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe instead of sitting there for four hours looking at Area 51 means maybe go get a job. Yeah, that's true. Like we touched on yesterday. Yeah. Why do you, why do you want to stand around and you know, stand around trying to bum money off people when all you, it's as simple as you put an application in a few places and see where you get hired. 
Yeah, I know. Dude, something that I like doing, you know, the government wants to talk a lot about, like, taking guns away and stuff. Yeah. And and I can see, like, in the state, like, we live in Ohio, and I go hunting, like, every year I go squirrel hunting, I hunt rabbits, I kill, you know, I hunt birds and I deer and all that stuff. Pretty good at it. I enjoy doing it. It's a sport, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like fishing. It's a sport. It's a pastime. But every year they get more and more and more restri- strict on how they, you know, restrict you and how and how they do that stuff. And I mean, I'm sitting here like, come on, man. I'm just trying to go out here and, you know, shoot an animal, you know. Uh, get some food, have some fun, you know, hang out with some guys, whatever, and y'all are making me pay $500. Just go, just even go out, and it's, it's a 50-50 chance that I get anything, you know what I mean? That's why it's called hunting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is some people rely on that, you know, on those deer when they kill them for food, and you want to put restrictions and more and more restrictions on it, but they don't look at the other side of, like, maybe some people need actually like rely on this for food if they're going through a hard time and that's the only choice they have because they have no money or anything, you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Now, I get that there's pawn shops and you can go pawn your guns and stuff, but you also got to think like, you know, you walk in there with a gun and I understand it's a pawn shop, but you never know. They could possibly be taking it the wrong way or something, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Or the fact that you go to a pawn shop and you get a hundred dollars for a gun, and you end up yeah. paying five hundred dollars to get the gun back. So, pawn shops are a bad idea, really. But if somebody lives way out in the country or something, and they're hunting an animal for the meat to put the food on the table for their family, and some game warden comes up and takes their gun and takes their land and all that stuff away from them. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. You know, like, you know, people really do rely on that food and rely on what they're going to kill that day. Even if it's a squirrel, you know, because you can eat squirrel. Oh, yeah. You eat birds if you had to. Yeah. I mean... You might people might be thinking, no, you can't. But I mean, if you if you never thought about it, a chicken is a bird, dude. You know, like everybody yeah. knows that. But I'm just saying, like, that's a game not... bird. But I mean, like crows and stuff. If you had to, if I had to, I would eat a crow. Yeah, if it came down to a life or death situation, or I just needed some food or something, yeah, I'd do it too. I'm sure there's a YouTube tutorial on how to cook a crow. Oh, I'm sure there is too. If not, I'm going to upload one. Yeah, I guarantee there's one, dude. There's not one thing you can't find on YouTube. I know. You ever been on the dark side of YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> I've been on the dark side of the internet. It's kind of strange, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this guy. Me and this uh, guy, we uh, kind of surfed the 
darker side of the internet, and it was just weird. I mean, we saw some weird stuff. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, when I was jogging today, it was so hot. It was like 100 degrees out there. See, I go and I jog. I mean, I have a workout routine that I try to stick to. But, you know, when it's like 90 degrees outside and you jog over a mile, dude, on a black top road, it's hard. Yeah. One of the topic people have been talking about is kind of not really in discussion at the moment, or at least I don't think it is, is uh, the abortion laws and all that. Yeah. Me personally, I don't agree with it. Like, I'm against it, but, you know. Yeah. It got really big there after Alabama passed the heartbeat bill. You know what the heartbeat bill is? No, 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 I don't. Okay, the heartbeat bill. See, abortion is legal in some states. See, you recognize a heartbeat like 10 weeks after pregnancy, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of women don't realize that they are pregnant until that time, you know, you know what I mean? Or they're just now figuring out. Yeah. Well, the heartbeat bill takes away the it it illegal it makes it illegal for the woman to go get a abortion after the heartbeat's detected. So basically what they did was they restricted the abortion. Yeah. So a lot of the liberals and the Democrats flipped out about the fact that states like Alabama and the southern, there's a lot of the southern states, the more conservative states, were banning abortion, basically. So, you know. Now, do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? I agree with the heartbeat bill. Huh? I agree with the heartbeat bill. I think that should be law, like, countrywide. I, I think abortion is murder. Yeah. There's no way that you can't say that it's not. Because what are you doing, you know? what You know, what is abortion doing? And what it's doing is it's killing that, that infant. Yeah, that baby. Well, see, if you can detect a heartbeat, something's alive. Exactly. Because if, say I'm right, I'm sitting right here. And you're sitting next to me. If my heartbeat stops, what does that mean? You're dead. You're not living. Okay. So if my heartbeat's beating, then what does that mean? That means you're living. You're alive. So if a baby's heartbeat is beating and then they do something to make it stop beating, that means they killed it. Yeah. There's no way you can really protest that. That's why they're called pro-life. The Republic, they're the... Anti-abortion side's called pro-life. Yeah, the other but... side's called pro-choice, but really it should be called pro-life and pro-death. Because if you support abortion, you're supporting killing and legalizing a murder. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's just that's just some dumbass shit right there. Oh yeah. How are you gonna? How are you gonna let people? Kill their own babies, like that's another life that's in a, like in, in this country, and you want to 
take it out of this world. Not even, not even a year old or, you know, six months old or whatever. It's only just a few. A lot of times they kill them just a couple, you know, months, like two or three months, four months. And it's kind of ridiculous. I some, some states have legalized partial birth abortion. You know what that is? It's where the baby's yeah. being born, like nine months. You know, the baby's actually being born, and they and they abort it. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, see, like, why do you want to legalize stuff like that? You know, you're not even giving that baby a chance. It should honestly, it should be illegal in my book. Oh yeah, you're not even giving that baby a chance, but you want to go out here. When you know that there's foster homes and you got other family members that could probably most likely help you with your baby if you really needed it, there's no reason to take its life away. Oh, I know. Well, dude, it's like this. And you can see how liberals are stupid because, or they're just playing down evil because they, they advocate and they're all for abortion which is murdering babies but every time there's a mass shooting they're like take away the guns take away the guns so either and especially in schools and stuff so either they care about children's lives or they don't because if it if it helps them get guns taken away then they're all for uh anti-murder you know what i mean but if it helps them allow abortion then they're all for murder you know what i mean they flip-flop on both sides so, if I walked into a school, what? Year about um, should teachers be allowed to carry guns in the school for protection in case there's a law of lockdown or whatever? Like a handgun? Yeah. Well, I, I feel like if it's a, a, a teacher that can properly use the the firearm because a firearm is a tool just like a hammer you know it depends on how you use it and how you it determines whether it's a weapon or a sporting item just a basic tool is depending on how you use it yeah and that's understandable now there there's you know people are saying like well, I wouldn't feel safe with my kid in that class or kid says I don't feel comfortable in this class because this teacher has a handgun on him or around well, feel, It's like, would you feel more comfortable if the teacher had the handgun if a shooter came in a building or not? Because Exactly. If, because if you got to think. Go ahead. Say, say you get one shooter in the building, you know, and all the teachers, or at least the majority of the teachers, have a handgun. Even just a few, if it's like two or three. Yeah, that's that's just out. You're just outnumbered there, and obviously that shooter's probably not going to do anything when you got two, three, four guns pointed at you. You know. Well, I think they should. I honestly. I'm going to tell you the truth. I think they need to change the protocol on how they uh, do active shooter situations. Because when I was in school, and I know you, 
know, we both know that the active shooter protocol is to get curled up into the into a big giant ball of thirty kids in a in a corner and sit there. If the shooter comes in, just pretty much get shot. Yeah, they don't really have a good plan for it. Now, if everybody picked up a two-pound textbook or a chair or a desk and threw it at the guy and mauled the guy when he come in, you know, what's he going to do? He's probably going to leave. Yeah, which what we do at my school is they have – they'll shut the door, lock them. They have, like, a wooden bar they take and put on the handle and on the side of the door where it holds it from being open. And if they was to break open the door before we – after we put that bar on, we take a whole bunch of desks and stack them in front of the doors. You know? Yeah. And then they have us go to a part where they can't see us in the room and just group up and stay there. Now, you got to think about it this way. If he gets in the room and we have nothing to defend ourselves and we're all bought up like that, we're most likely we're all dead. I'm not saying spread us out, but there's got to be another plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, well, they need to have a more self-defensive plan instead of a more submissive plan. Because if you just bunch up in a group, you're just submitting to the fact that he's probably going to kill you if he gets in the room. Yeah. Now, if you have a teacher with a firearm or an armed guard in the building or something like that, your chances of survival are increased fairly high. The chance of a of a shooter coming into a building with armed teachers and armed guards that are uh, responsibly trained in how to use a firearm decreases big time. You know what I mean? So the the risk of of, of a shooter coming in the school decreases with a firearm in the school already. And the likelihood of kids getting killed if the, if a shooter goes in uh, decreases. So, yeah. I mean, gun-free zones are where the shootings happen. You don't see shootings where people have guns already in the building to defend themselves. It's always in a gun-free government uh, uh, controlled area, gun-hating uh, area. You know what I mean? Like a school or or a nightclub or something where guns aren't allowed. You don't see them in like NRA meetings. No, you don't, and that's just uh, that's just how it is now. Like um, school doesn't schools don't even have a good plan for fires. How are you going to have us slowly exit the building if the building is on fire, and then stand right next to it facing away? You know what I mean. Well, they make you walk orderly fashion like that to try and get out safer. But yeah, the thing is, is nobody's going to. You got to think. What if that? What if that piece of that that side of the building explodes and it comes flying out towards you and hits you? You know. Yeah, I understand totally what you mean because nobody's going to walk around with a big raging fire. People are going to run. You know, it's fight or flight, and you can't fight a fist, fist fight a fire, so you're going to run away from it. I know I will. I mean, if it came down to it, if there's a fire in my school, I would honestly just leave. I'd probably just go home. Yeah. 
they tell you to run the go-to so far away and to stand facing away from it. And in a school shooting situation, they tell you to run to the next building over. And a school shooting or a fire, I'm going. I'm not coming back. You you can, you know, send me a postcard, but I'm not coming back. Go ahead. You can you can suspend me. You can do what you want. But if there is a shooter and I have my chance to get out as safe as I can and get home knowing that he doesn't know where I'm at or he doesn't even know I'm existed, I'm going. I'm going home or I'm going somewhere I know I'm going to be safe. Yeah, me too. I totally agree with you on that fact. It's it's kind of a, a stupid ideal to sit a hundred yards away where the guy can just shoot you with a rifle. You know what I mean? Yeah. I seen a video on YouTube <clears throat> of this guy in high school. He was getting bullied and shit. He showed up with a sawed-off shotgun in the school and killed like three people. And yeah, then he surrendered crazy. himself. He what? He did what? He surrendered himself. He surrendered himself. Yeah, he I surrendered. Police surrendered or killed himself because a lot of times they kill themselves. No, he didn't kill himself. He 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 wanted to. He had the gun pointed at his head. Like he had the shotgun under his uh, mouth, under his jaw. He wouldn't even have had no head left. Oh no. Sold off shotgun. Y'all know. But the police got in in time. I heard this one story. This kid was, uh, I'm trying to think of what he, 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 I think he was getting bullied at school or something. And he went home and he was all, he was home by himself. And he was calling his mom and his mom wasn't picking up the phone because she didn't know that he called because she went to a soccer game game and she she heard one of the voicemails and he's telling her that he loves her and he's sorry for what, anything he's done and shit like that and so she called his, the, their neighbor because they were friends and as soon as his neighbor went in she walked in his room and he had the gun the shotgun pointed at his head and blew his head off right when she walked in wow yeah see that's ridiculous that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah, that stuff ain't like Hollywood movies, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. People let that stuff get to them like that. Yeah, and a lot of times, it, it, I mean, I hate to say it, and I'm not trying to be rude, but a lot of times it's just over some stupid petty shit, you know? Yeah, I understand that. Now, some of it can be more serious shit, but me, like, I understand bullying can get to your mind and fuck up your mindset and all that, but you shouldn't let it get to the point where you want to commit suicide. Yeah, because a lot of times you can stop it yourself, you know what I mean? And yeah. There's a lot all of you, people... All you gotta do is just be happy. Don't even worry about what they're saying. Just be happy, be you, hang out with that group of friends you have, or if you don't have any, just stick to yourself and, you know, just have a good time with your life, because you only live once, man. Yeah. Yep. 
like, like, why do you want to let people, some negative people, impact your life like that? It's not worth it. It's always, you know, it's it's always the same generic stuff. It's always going to get better, but it it's so true that it is always going to get better. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how much can you take in a matter of time. Well, a lot of it, a matter of how much you can take in time, but a lot of it is is people don't see no progression because they don't ever put no work in. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No matter what you do, nothing ever going to work if you if you're not willing to to work to progress yourself and and to progress the things around you. You know what I mean? You always got to push yourself to that extra step. Yeah. Yeah. See, if you don't if you don't push yourself to the extra step, then you'll never get that reward of an extra step. You can't sit there and say, "Well, I want this and I want that," and never put any work in to try and get this and that. You know. Yeah, that brings us to the point that we touched up yesterday about working and making money. You can't just wake up one day with fucking $10 million and a Ferrari and a nice mansion and crap. I know. You know, you're not going to wake up with, you know, money like LeBron has and all those NBA players and professional sports players. You're not going to wake up one day with all that money. No. And he didn't just wake up one day with all that money. I mean, he was born with talent, like with gifts, you know. But, he was born in Akron, Ohio, man. Yeah. And look at him now. He's considered the best basketball player of all time. I'm not going to get into that discussion if I think he is or if uh, Jordan or whoever is because I don't have the knowledge on basketball to talk about that type of shit because I don't get into basketball like that. But he just, he he's considered one of the greatest to ever do it, if not the greatest, you know. And mm-hmm. he was born in Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't get into basketball so much. That's not my sport. My sport's more like, like MMA, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get in the MMA, football. Football's pretty good. I mean, like, everybody talks about, like, a big discussion on sports is who was the best boxer. Was it Floyd Mayweather, Muhammad Ali? And you hear a lot about that stuff. Was it Mike Tyson? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't get into boxing too much, but if I had to say something about it, I'd probably watch film on Muhammad Ali first before anything. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was a beast back in the day, man. He was a smart guy. Yeah, he was. But he was also really cocky like Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva's downfall was his cockiness. Chris Weidman knocked him out. Yeah, I know. Another guy, another guy that's cocky is Conor McGregor. Yeah, he got he got choked out. Yeah, did he did he retire? No, he's supposed to fight again. Yeah, he got, choked, he got tapped out by Khabib. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, that was a good fight, man. Khabib 
Khabib come into that fight, and he was ready. I mean, Connor talked all that shit for a long time, and he didn't do one thing to back it up. I mean, he got cracked with a beautiful overhand right, right at the beginning of the second round. Put him on his butt, and I mean, the first round wasn't too exciting, but Connor lost. Connor lost that whole fight. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. That what's crazy is that Ronda Rousey. What was it? She lost like one fight and retired right after that. Went to the WWE. Yeah, she got knocked out by that Holly Holm. I think and that- she come back. She come back a year later and got knocked out by Amanda Nunes, and then she went to the WWE. And what's crazy is Holly Holm was the first person to beat Ronda Rousey with a head kick knockout. Amanda Nunes just not just just fought Holly Holm and knocked her out with a head kick knockout. Yeah. The UFC has a lot of double double champs now. Conor McGregor won the featherweight lightweight belt. Daniel Cormier won the light heavyweight heavyweight belt. Henry Cejudo won two belts. You remember Daniel Cormier when he got punched by Rumble and fought by yeah. the big fish? Yeah. I wish Rumble would have stayed in the UFC because he was good. I know. He's a power lifter now. Like, he was really good. He should have stayed. I would have loved to have seen him fight John Jones. Who, Rumble? Yeah. I don't like John Jones. Eh, neither do I really. I mean, I like John, and I give him credit for some stuff. But the guy's done steroids most of his career. He's been kicked. He's been stripped from his. I mean, he's been pulled over for like DUIs and stuff. I mean, he's he's had cocaine in the system, marijuana in the system, steroids. The guy's been in trouble partying and stuff. I mean. Yeah, but look, you got a guy doing actual drugs and shit and messing with his body. And then you take a look at Anderson Silva, who got suspended for taking steroids to help heal his leg from where it got broken. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You're going to suspend John Jones from the UFC and, and all that shit. And then let him come back and fight for the belt time after time after time. Exactly. You let him do it over and over and over again. But if it was Anderson Silva, he, you know, he's doing what he has to do to keep his body healthy and, and trying to help his leg heal. So he has to take those steroids. It's not like he's trying to be like real big and bulky and all that shit. He's just trying to help his leg heal. And then they want to suspend him for that. Yeah. I get that there's substances you shouldn't use, but you got to take it into consideration. Is he doing this, you know, to improve his performance and cheat, or is he doing this to help his body, you know, heal if they're, if they've been injured in the past and they're still trying to, you know, get, get their shit together. Yeah. That's like Chell Sonnen, man. Chell Sonnen, that guy that, that beat Anderson Silva up, but he got choked out late. Yeah, I know you're Dude, Chell Sonnen, uh, 
didn't have the right amount of testosterone in his body to be able to get his wife pregnant or whatever. So he took testosterone to boost that, and he got kicked out of the UFC for like two years for it. Yeah, see? Well, he he wasn't trying to increase his uh, fighting performance and trying to cheat and anything. He's just trying to have a kid. There ain't nothing wrong with that. They need to stop trying to throw the hammer down on people that are trying to keep their bodies nice and healthy and start throwing a hammer down on like people like John Jones who are just smoking marijuana and doing cocaine and all that. Dude, they found a substance of a steroid in John Jones' body and they let him fight. You remember when he fought Cormier for the first time and he was high on cocaine that fight. Yeah. That was so stupid. Yeah. And, and you want to let him come back time after time. Like, well, he got caught for cocaine, but that was completely after that fight. Because remember, that was right when USADA took over. He was scheduled to fight Rumble, and they found it in a sample for that fight, cocaine. So they they never changed it. He's still got the win over Daniel for that fight. Yeah, which they should have changed. He comes back a year later, beats over in St. Cruz. Then he gets suspended right before he fights John for steroids, comes back. A year later, fights John, knocks him out, gets caught for steroids, gets suspended, comes back. He changed that. Then gets caught. Then gets caught with steroids again, and they let him fight. Exactly. Do you not think they should have changed that win from him to Cormier? The first fight stayed a win for John. The second fight I know. just went to a no contest. I'm talking about the first fight. Do you think that they should have gave the W to Cormier? They should have given both Ws to Cormier. Well, I didn't see the second fight. That's why I was asking you about the first fight. The second fight, John knocked him out, but he was on steroids. Yeah. The first fight, he beat him by decision, but he was on cocaine. How are you going to do back-to-back substances against the same same opponent? I don't know. Maybe he feels like he needs that extra boost to beat the guy. Cormier, from what I've seen, he doesn't look like he's that great of a fighter from what I have seen. Well, he's light heavyweight champ and a heavyweight champ. Well, I haven't seen too much of what he can do. But John Jones shouldn't stress out over a little short black sausage like that. You know? Yeah. No, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just saying, like, because how how tall is John Jones? You know? And he's got that arm. He's got those, you know, long arms and those long legs. All he has to do is just keep a distance. Don't let Daniel Cormier get close to you. Because you already know Cormier can wrestle. He was an Olympian. 
Kid Cormier? Yeah. Yes, you already know he can wrestle really well. Don't let him get close to you. Don't let him get them takedowns. And there's no reason to do all those drugs and shit. And all that does is that makes you look bad. It makes your training staff look bad too. Yeah, because and it makes the UFC look corrupt because they've let him in over and over and over and over and over, and they give him title shots. Yeah. You can't do shit like that. You really can't. I've been hearing a, a lot recently, like a lot about this, that Floyd Mayweather wants to fight McGregor again, but go in the octagon. That that shit ain't never going to happen. You and I both know that. Yeah, I already know that, but what I'm saying is... If Floyd went in the octagon with Conor McGregor, he would be finished in the first round. Yeah, he wouldn't have a chance because he's a boxer. He's not He's not used to going on the ground and throwing kicks and doing shit like that, you know? Yeah. Like, mm. McGregor, he, he's the fighting his style, throwing kicks, elbows, shit like that, and he wants to, he, he went into that boxing, you know, and he held his own. You, you know damn well he held his own with that fight, although he lost. I think that fight got stopped early. Yeah, but he did hold his own. You you damn well know that that he did good. Yeah. For I thought he was went. winning that fight. Do what? I said I thought he was winning that fight. I don't know. I've seen some of the highlights, but it's been a while. I have to touch up on him again. I feel like. Yeah, but Connor's not the guy in the UFC no more. I mean, his name and all that, yeah. He's the money ticket. But the guy in that division, the guy in the UFC is Khabib, man. Look at what Khabib did to Connor. Yeah. If Floyd goes in there, if Floyd goes in there and fights Connor, it's just a rigged money fight. If Floyd was actually worried about, like, legacy and champions, he would go fight Khabib. But Khabib is a two-time world Sambo champion, which is Russian wrestling. Yeah. He's a black belt in judo, which is trips and takedowns. But the guy would kill Floyd Money Mayweather. If there wasn't a ref in that ring, he would actually kill Floyd Mayweather. He would have killed Conor McGregor. Yeah. People don't take shit like that into consideration either. No, and you got to watch, like, go watch that fight and then go watch, uh, what's his name? Herb Dean. Yeah. Herb Dean let Conor McGregor knee him on the ground illegally. Conor McGregor held his glove, held Khabib's glove illegally. Floyd didn't say, or, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Herb Dean, yeah. Didn't say nothing about it. He held the fence with his toes, which is illegal, and he didn't say nothing about it, Herb didn't. And then Herb up on, goes on Instagram. I'll send you the videos on Instagram later. And he's like, I didn't want to do anything because I didn't want to artificially uh, affect the outcome of the fight. My job as a ref is if I see something, do, somebody doing something wrong, I'm not necessarily supposed to tell them to stop because I can, I can halt the momentum of the fight. Yeah, but what do you see whenever people are fighting and they're doing something wrong? That's like saying, you know, me and you are in the UFC and we're fighting each other. I poke you in your eye. But and the ref doesn't stop it, and I don't get points or anything for it. 
Yeah. And I keep like occasionally doing like I keep poking you in your eyes. Like, like I, look up the look up the Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. I think he poked him in the eye like three times or something. Or there was like three or four warnings and the ref never did anything. Yeah. And he got poked eventually Stipe Miocic did and his eyes started puffing up, bleeding and stuff, and he never and he didn't fight good after that and it caused him to get knocked out. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous when a referee won't do his job. Yeah, I mean, your job is to do what you need to do as a referee and keep the fight going, but also make sure the fighters are all right. And when you're when you're letting people get poked in the eyes and you're, you just keep letting it happen without doing any action, you know, you're not doing your job correctly. And there ought to be a penalty for it towards the referee. Yeah. They ought to put in the contract, you won't get paid unless you do a good job or something. You know what I mean? Because their job is to protect the fighter and to enforce the rules of the octagon. Yeah. And if they're not going to sit there, and a lot of fight, and a lot of refs will let a guy get punched, fall, and they'll stop the fight, and the guy's shooting him for a takedown. You know, how many times have you seen a fight that gets stopped too early? Oh, I've seen uh, quite a few of them, to be honest. I mean, it seems like every UFC event I watch. I see more and more and more guys getting stung and they're not knocked out. They're still fighting and the ref just stops it. It's like you're there to protect the fighter, but a limp body and knocked out unconscious guy is, is where you draw the line or a guy that can't move his arms and can't, and he can't block. That's but, where you draw the line. That's where you stop it. Not when the guy's hurt and he, and he's fighting. But there, you know, there's going to be the debate that, is the ref actually doing a good job trying to protect that fighter or is he just trying to get an easy paycheck by stopping that fight that early? Because, well, and you know, there's also that debate that is UFC fake. Like, obviously the fighting is real, but is it real? Like corrupt. Yeah. Because I heard one woman talking... What I think. Do what? Your mic's cutting. Your mic was cutting out. Oh. What'd you say? Well, I was talking to this lady, and she said that in the UFC, they um, they have little cards, and they just pull out and say who the winner is. I wouldn't doubt it because I've seen so many like fights that go to decision where it's like clear one guy won, but they, they give it to the other guy. And you see that a lot when you go like England, a European fighter, it seems like no matter what they win, watch the Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Darren Till fight. And you will see how the UFC rigs European events. 
watch Dan Henderson's fight Michael Bisbing that second time, and you will see how European fights are rigged. Yeah. Europe and Brazil rig the fights no matter what. No matter what. Yeah, but what for? National pride. But there's no reason to. Well, it brings in more money. I know. And also, you got to take in you got to take into consideration a pound is worth more than a U.S. dollar. So the the UFC can go over there with European champions and European fighters, rig it to where they win on the judges' card, and they can make more money selling events out. You know what I mean? You having mic problems? Yeah, my uh, phone started freaking out. Oh. Because uh, there's a group chat on Snapchat from my football team, and they're all texting, and it started making my phone mess up. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't understand why they have to make them their own country look bad and all that shit. It's like, why spend the time to do something that shitty when you can just wait, you know, set up the fights and wait for the outcome? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if the UFC is actually rigging events like that, imagine all the hard work and dedication. And imagine the paycheck that they're taking from a guy that rightfully deserves a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we said earlier, nothing comes easy. And training sessions, they show them on the UFC on those special episodes. Embedded and all that stuff. Yeah. Where it shows the guy training, running, and doing all that, you know? How are you going to make this guy bust his ass day in and day out for this fight? And then you got to take into consideration them guys, them guys starve themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah, just to to get to the weight, you know? They got to go through hell day in and day out. Bust their ass in the gym, get some good cardio in, go to a fight and perform at their best, and then get fucked over. By a judge's decision. Yeah. A guy that don't know nothing about MMA because they use boxing judges. They use boxing judges? Yeah. Why? Because that's what most states the majority of states that sanction the fights, that's all they have. That is so stupid. So what if a guy gets a lot of takedowns, but the other guy kind of punches him more on the feet? The judges are going to go screw takedowns. We're used to boxing. Yeah. You need to take a referee, or not a referee, but a judge that's not biased. It's so stupid. Like, say 
you're my say you're in my corner, you know what I mean? And I'm fighting and I'm an American and I go to Europe and I fight a European and all three judges are European. Who do you think they're going to vote for? Well, if it's really a biased community or a biased area, uh, group of judges, obviously they're going to vote for that European. And that's what I'm saying. You need to get some judges that aren't biased like that. Yeah, but it's hard to find unbiased people, you know what I mean? Because Dana White, Dana White is clearly biased for Conor McGregor. You can see it in his actions and how he does the interviews and how he sets Conor's fights up. Conor was gone from the sport, what, two and a half years, never defended one belt, held the belts for so long. And, and Dana White gives him a title fight against a guy that against the guy that has demolished everybody in, in, in Khabib Nurmagomedov. While Tony Ferguson is fighting on the same card, and he has a, what, 10, 11 fight win streak at that time? Yeah. But you got to think, all he was thinking about was that money. Oh, yeah. Because Dana White gets a big, big paycheck when Conor McGregor comes in. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I do. I mean, you got to you take in consideration, like, if you want to – it's you make it clear that it's you're you're very biased and shit, and you already know the only reason he's being like that is because he wants that money. Oh yeah, like all he cares about is that money. It's your job to set up these fights and pay attention. For example, how Tony Ferguson had that ten or eleven win streak. Me. I would have took him and put him against McGregor if that's what you want to do. Give him a mm-hmm. title shot. Cause yeah, not, because because not every UFC fighter can go out here and get eleven win eleven win streak. Yeah, that's hard, and you got to watch that guy's fights because he's not fighting pity pat fights. The guy goes forward, and he's aggressive. Yeah, I know. I've seen his fights. I mean, his fights are bloodbaths, man. And you want to take Connor and throw him in over Tony when, you know what I mean? It was a choice between Connor or Tony to fight Khabib, who had the belt. And they took a guy that hadn't fought in like two and a half years, never defended a belt, versus a guy that won an interim belt, you know what I mean? And was and was going to defend it. Yeah. They could have either What is it? I was just going to say, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, because Connor was the biggest, biggest money. He is the biggest money fight in the UFC still to this day. But the thing is, is if you go on number one contenders and deserving guys, Tony Ferguson blows him out of the water every day. I think Justin Gaethje deserves a title shot more than Conor McGregor at this point. Conor McGregor hasn't won a fight in the UFC in over three years at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, they put McGregor as the co- the uh, cover of the UFC three video game, and two. It was he the cover on two as well. Yeah, him and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm... it's funny to see UFC uh, the EA one on co- on the second cover. Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor are just washed up jokes at this point. Yeah. 
you know, Ronda Rousey was a great fighter for the time that she went in undefeated, but the sport passed her. You know what I mean? She never really got better. She just kind of got good at what she was good at, and then the sport passed her up. You know what I mean? Yeah. She she's kind of like a she was kind of like one of those old seventies bands, one of those one hit wonders. Yeah. Like you're you're there for a little bit and then you're gone and nobody doesn't really remember you that well. Well they like remember you but you kind of become like, you know, a meme because you're 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 remembered for your past, but when they remember you they also remember that you got knocked out really, really easy twice in a row and then you bailed out of the sport and went to WWE. Which is fake. Which is some Brock Lesnar shit. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar came back and won a fight even though he was on steroids. Brock Lesnar could still beat the man up. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, he left, you know, he went to the WWE, went to the UFC, and he just alternated between that. He was a tank, though. You know, like back in the day, Brock Lesnar was scary. Now you got that, now you got Francis Ngannou in there, dude. That's the UFC. That, that's that black guy, isn't it? Yeah, that big, that dude, big he's freaking huge. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's a big guy. Dude, he punches people's freaking heads into the 10th row. He's freaking massive. Take Brock Lesnar in his prime and put him against Francis Ngannou, dude, and imagine the, like, pure muscle. It's It would be like two tanks hitting each other full force in the octagon. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're up on our last, like, four minutes of the show, man. Yeah. Well, last seven, really, because we go to an hour. I, yeah. I set up my ad for my account so I can start getting uh, paid for whenever I do podcast. Yeah. You got to make money on the podcast. You know, it ain't free. Got to make a living somehow. Little extra cash on the side. Hey, this is just lunch money for me. $15 every thousand viewers. It's lunch money for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think see really needs to get their shit together, though. Yeah, because you see new organizations like One Championship and even Bellator's taking off. If the UFC keeps screwing around like money fights and stuff, they're going to get passed by smaller organizations. And it's weird to think. I think the UFC's gotten more screwed up ever since they with the ESPN because you can't buy pay-per-views on television anymore. It's just kind of went crap, you know. It, They're doing like, I kind of – I want to keep the show running just a little bit longer because I have a topic I kind of want to talk about now that I yeah, go ahead. think about it. Yeah, you know, ahead. do you think they're doing too much with technology? Just technology in general, like phones, cars, TVs, just technology, technology in general. Do you think they're taking it too far? Probably. Like, uh, well, me honestly, I think they are taking it just a little bit too far. 
Well, I mean, you got like smart cars, smart phones. You got like, look up now. Now, don't hold me to like why I know this brand, but look up the Harmony Sex Bot, dude. It's a complete AI system, but it's a sex animatronic bot. It's called the Harmony one, dude. The thing's twenty thousand dollars, and it it literally takes the the needing of a woman out of a man's life because it can actually learn, and it's supposedly as smart as a human. Yeah, that's what our technology is now. I think they're doing okay. too much with technology, especially AI. They're wanting yeah. to do so much with AI, voice control, and shit like that. Well, dude, just think. Like 135 years ago, we was fighting each other on a battlefield over black people's freedom with muskets. Yeah, but look and at now us now. We, and look at, look at us now. We've got guns that we can, I mean, we got, we didn't even have an Air Force 100, 100 years ago. 19, what What are we, 2019, 2019, 19. The only Air Force we had was like a push-off plane and you lit a bomb and you threw it out over the thing. You threw a grenade out. That was your Air Force. Now we've got people in Predator drones sitting a thousand miles away and we can hit you with the GPS guided missile. You know what I mean? We got that, we can, you know, we got those uh, UAV things, you know, off the Call of Duties. When you get that UAV in, it's that controlled drone that flies around and there's nobody in it. Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. And like, like cars nowadays, dude. Like I was telling you yesterday with the, like the Teslas and shit, how they got the screen in them. That's touchscreen. Teslas, they can drive themselves. Yeah. You know, I think that's taking, that's just taking driving, the part of driving out. Yeah, just 130 years ago, we was running like wagons and stuff. 100 years ago, you know, like 80 years ago, look at our cars 80 years ago, look at the cars now. And that's 80 years ago. I mean, one person can live that length and see that. There, I think they really are doing too much with technology, and it's to for me, because we're me and you are both still young, and I would rather go back into like the sixties and live my life up through the eighties, seventies, eighties, and nineties, where there's not advanced technology like there is now. Well, they still had cell phones back then; they were as big as a house phone. Yeah, but. But look at the cell phones now. I mean, the cell, well, the cell phones now are big as a computer screen anymore. But you can do everything you want on them. And that's what I'm saying. You know, back then, you get in a fight, you're not going to pull your phone out and hold the camera to you. You know, you nowadays, you somebody's getting the shit beat out of them, and they might actually need medical condition. Uh, you need to you go to the hospital, and you're just standing there holding the camera on them, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like nobody wants to take action, but you want to film it. If you see something going wrong, take action for it. Stop filming it, dude. Yeah. There is no reason to sit there and film it when you know that you actually need to get off your ass and actually do something about it. Yeah, I know. I, I understand what you mean. Did you Have you seen that one Facebook video? Now, it's pretty old. 
I think. It might be four years old. Don't hold me on that, but it's somewhere around there where this lady had a bucket full of puppies and she was throwing them in the river because she didn't want them. That's ridiculous. She was you grabbing can't take them. Her don't get it. Yeah, she was grabbing them, just throwing them in the river, like launching them. And there was somebody just behind her laughing. I'm pretty sure they was laughing, filming it. That's ridiculous. See, that person should have been put in jail. Both, Both of them, them should have been put in jail. One, for recording that shit. Two, for being a part of it. So, why not take action? Yeah, you I know. See what's happening, but you don't want to take action about it. Totally understand. It's ridiculous. Like, you remember that video? I don't know if you saw it where that guy cut his puppy's ears off. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's been, it was out, come out a long time ago, but it was ridiculous. If you cut a dog's ears off, you ought to be going to jail. Oh, yeah. Well, are we done with this podcast for tonight? You want if you want to keep going, we can. I don't care. Well, I don't have much to talk about, and I got work in the morning, so. All right. Well, no. Well, it was good talking to you. So tomorrow right. we do it again? Yeah, we're going to do it tomorrow. Just hopefully I can find a charger to use because mine broke. Yeah, hopefully we can get one. All right. Well. All right, man. See you later, Chat with bud. you tomorrow. See you later, man.